Come over to our crib and we'll play a little FPS. Welcome to Channel Massive. We're gonna take off all your clothes, girl. Welcome to episode 118! Many of our critics said it would never happen, but here we are today. Yes, a very important we number. We have made it approximately 117 more episodes than we were predicted to achieve. That's true! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get way mathematical. We've done 68 episodes more than 50. That's true! We've done 18 episodes beyond 100. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Speak to us, Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he actually died, right? Who? The uh, the inspiration. The, oh, the person that was inspiration. The, oh, I thought you were going to say Dustin, Dustin Hoffman oh, I was died. Dustin Dustin Hoffman like, oh, died. shit, years ago, that's a reanimated corpse, for sure. <laughs> he doesn't age anymore. <laughs> but we digress. <clears throat> Where were we? We were still in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Channel Massive is being sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. So head on over to UGT-Servers.com for all of your Ventrilo hosting needs. UGT-Servers.com <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's pretty cool. Thank Touching. I've been, working, I've been working with my barbershop quintet on that. Our inside quartet. your head. Yes, inside <laughs> my head. Oh, the, the three other people inside With of your head. Zombies. Well, I say, well, we do have a special announcement to make. We do. We have... Contest. Blameful Gecko is the man we, of many gifts lately. Blameful Gecko is perhaps the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, we really... We love him. Like him. Well, I don't know, that's debatable. We have a shrine in the studio... <laughs> With his Facebook pictures. He, he has bought us, and now he shall buy you. Yes. <laughs> Soon you will all be worshipping at he the altar. He has a connection on the inside. A friend of a friend. Uh, a Star Trek Online his beta card. Ah. So, yeah, it's, it's someone. He has a friend that's over on File Planet who got We're the Star Trek. We're not supposed to mention the File Planet part. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, no. what? Bummer. <laughs> well, we so so, so we anyway. did. So we screwed up. Uh, I was thinking. Uh, oh no, where were we? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Hopefully, that we've, distracted we've the procured a Star Trek Online code. Do not ask how we got it. Do not ask oh. who was hurt. Yeah, or injured in the procurement of the code. Yes, but know that it's a very treasured thing to have. Yes, as Mark can attest to. Without breaking his NDA. Having spent $200, I did achieve <laughs> the Star Trek closed beta tester yes. status. So, Noah, what will we ask of our listeners to we, to, to get this precious code? Yes, you must perform Star a trick online. You must for us. orally excite us. That's Oral. Yes. That's not spelled with an O, though. It's spelled with an A-U. Yes. 
We like using words. Yes, we want you to bust out your microphones and give us your best, most epic, most theatrical, histrionic, accented, Ricardo Malton Bond infused con quote. Anti Kirk quote. Yes. So we don't want any shit from Fantasy Island. No. No. So so let me give you an example of yeah. J- Jason, something that we're Jason, something that we might you, be. Would looking you mind for. channeling Khan? Not let, let not me, Nero. Not let, Nero. I know you prepare myself. With Nero. I must prepare myself. Okay. Here we go. So so this is just an example of something that we might be looking for. This is Seti Alpha Five. Seti Alpha 6 exploded six months after we were left here. The shock shifted the orbit of this planet, and everything was laid waste. Admiral Kirk never bothered to check on our progress. It was only the fact of my genetically engineered intellect that allowed us to survive. On Earth, two hundred years ago, I was a prince over millions. So that's that, that's kind Beautiful. of what we're looking you for. You can always do the classic in space. Yeah, but you'll <laughs> yes. need some dialogue in front of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. The only reason I bring up Nero is because obviously there was a lack of ideas for the new Star Trek because that's a very similar kind of motivational thing for a major plot line. But anyway, I yeah. Think so it, it anyway, can't be the, an impression the best, that's just like three words long. It has to. The, the best submission will basically win. Yeah. If you that's, can put some we kick-ass saying. like theme music behind it and make it all over dramatic. Even Production values will be taken into consideration. Yes. And it has to be you. It's not just going to be a regurgitation or you're playing us a recording. Right. It has to be you. So you know your what's own. funny is I suspect that Blameful Gecko has the best chance of winning this. <laughs> no. Even though he doesn't He's disqualified. <laughs> yeah. He's not allowed. I could just imagine him pulling this one off. That's really so funny. how long will people have to submit this? We're going to give them from... The release date of the show, um, we'll give them like a week. Okay. So let's let's pick a num- let's pick a we'll pick a date. Let's well, say the show releases on next Monday. Yeah. So um, we're gonna give you guys the 11th, until the eighteenth. Yes. Monday the eighteenth. Monday the eighteenth. Uh, end of the day. Monday eighteenth. End of the day. All right. Yes. Cob close of business, bitches. Well, that's cobb. Yes. Right. <laughs> Cobb. Cap. Cap. <laughs> anyway, we look forward to hearing what you guys have to give us. Um, we've got plenty of show to get to, so let's get on with it. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's start with you. Why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer games on the DS? The funny thing is, I didn't get to tell you guys what I got for Christmas. Well, tell us. So I'll just I'll rattle off those things I got. Left 4 Dead 2, Red Faction, Gorilla, Silent Hill, Shattered mm-hmm. Memories, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. And I think... What did you think of Gorilla? Because I've played that a bit. That's the funny part, is that the only thing I've been... Oh, oh, and Blameful Gecko and his... Benevolent generosity. Took you back to 1994, did he? <laughs> Indigo Prophecy did not come out in 1994. <laughs> no, it was like uh, 1976, did he? No, it was like 2004 or 5, wasn't it? I don't know why you kept saying that in the last episode. <laughs> 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 kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he well he took me back further than that, technically, because he sent me the remake of t- the original Tales of Monkey Island. Ah, the what? The remake of Tales of Monkey Island, which oh, wow. came back came out in the, originally in the early '90s, but this is the remake which came out this last year. Yeah, that would be like uh, Full Throttle or something. Would be yeah. That was one of the baddest games ever. So my what I'm getting at is I did get time with all of those games. Uh, during the holiday, but what I've been playing most of that I just cannot put down is the Spirit Tracks game. It's just so addictive and so much fun. Probably my favorite Zelda game ever. But I really want to play Left 4 Dead 2. I mentioned it earlier uh, a month ago when I was waiting, when I was like, I'm going to get it for Christmas, I hope. Yes. I think Petter said that he has, he's has he been playing it. Yes, yeah, so I think what, what Noah and I are planning on doing is we're going to do a collaboration on Left 4 Dead 2 yes. on the Xbox 360. Yes. And we're going to do like a like a review episode for But I, I only have Left 4 Dead 1. Well, we didn't mention your name. Well, you know what, Mark? You're more than welcome to join us. You're welcome to join us, or you can review League of Legends while Fine, we're reviewing Fine, I will, uh, <laughs> myself and the fourth podcaster will, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on our own thing. You're more than welcome to join us, but we got we got some games to play, brother. Got some zombies to shoot. That's right. And it's, uh, right. I don't know if you feel this way, Jason, but it's just like, I got all these great games to play, and the, there's all these games that were supposed to come out in the last few months that so have been sick. postponed, and now they're coming out in the next couple months. There's no way I could even possibly consider getting another game with as many games I still have left to play. I, I know. I know. I'm I'm in a total... It's like a riddle wrapped inside of an enigma. Now, how far did know. you get in... You, you, you went through Scribblenauts most recently, Well, as far as the reviews are concerned. Yeah, I, I did do my review of Scribblenauts. Uh, it's kind of funny. After I did my review, I... Hopped on over to Nintendojo to <laughs> to check out the the review f- for Nintendojo, and it's funny because Noah happened who to be wrote it? the one who wrote I the did. review for Scribblenauts there. Yeah, and honestly, it was kind of cool because I kind of found that we had some of the same issues. I'm glad to hear that um, with the game. Do you guys want to hold hands at this? Point? It makes us well. I love you. It makes us well suited <laughs> uh, yeah. to review Left 4 Dead 2 without it, you. The funny thing, <laughs> the thing was, is that, and, and I and I talked about this during the podcast review that I did. I didn't intend to play it. I w- I was planning on doing a review of it's Modern like when Warfare 2. You go to too. a strip club. You never intend to go <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. You're just driving home <laughs> and you're a little frustrated exactly. and you're thinking, "Oh, I got all these dollars. Um, I might as well just, you know." <laughs> I I I bought the game for for my wife <laughs> as a another DS game that uh, you bought for her yeah, and that you exactly, took over. Yeah, exactly. As a stocking stuffer. <laughs> uh, stocking. Stuffer. No. <laughs> yeah, you know, wink wink nudge nudge, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's a scramble stuffer. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, but she got a Kindle for Christmas, so that's totally absorbed her she's time. she's just reading her vampire lore. Dude, seriously, she is totally into that. <laughs> so she's reading up a storm, and I do, I, have to, I do have to say, the Kindle is a most amazing... Yeah, Ray, Raymond Kurzweil amazing is going to release the Kindle piece of killer. technology. It's, it's awesome. It's already been deprecated. There's a new thing. I don't know. It's, you it's don't even know about it. It's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Well, there's Nook. By Barnes and Noble. No, no, no. There's this new thing. Anyway, so I, I decided Prince Dead. She she would not touch. She would not touch the DS. And I was like, you know what? What does that mean? When give me that. She would not touch the DS. <laughs> she would not test <laughs> trying to say DS. So I was <laughs> like, screw this. Mean. You're not going to play this game. I bought it for you. I'm going to play this game. So I I unwrapped it and everything in front of her, and I said, if you're not going to play it, I'm going to play it. And next thing I knew. Like hours later, I was kind of hooked 
for a while there. And, and so I was like, dang, you know, I got to play this game a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of found some of the same issues after reading Noah's review. Um, yeah, it was like almost identical. It, my, my problems are the interface period. And it becomes so frustrating after a while as the puzzles become more complex. Yeah. You have to do more things and you end up killing yourself or trying to, you like you try to attach like a piece of rope to something else. And, and before you do that, you end up hurling your avatar into a, <laughs> into a lava pit. Avatar. From James Cameron. No, but you know, it's like frustrating things like Making that, which just, it turned like a really cool experience into this just frustrating mess yeah. for me after a while. And, and, you know, I'll continue to play it off and on. It, I, I, it'll probably turn into one of those bathroom games for me where, <laughs> while I'm doing my business, the I'll dark just, secret. Yeah, you know, I'll just I'll try to play through a couple levels. Or, but God, it's just if if they would have just you know, and, I, and I'm not an expert DS player or anything like that, so I don't know what's possible or, or not as far as the 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 D-pad and the the control schemes of a of a DS. I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't have enough experience as far as playing on a DS to offer up a, a valid opinion, I guess, on how the control scheme should work on that game. But I wish they would have made a little bit more use of the D-pad as far as maybe assigning movement to the D-pad and then maybe yeah. doing mm-hmm. the camera controls with the stylus, things like that. Anyway, I, but that's what I've been playing. But next review up, and I and I'm gonna do this. Noah and I we're gonna hook up and we're gonna play some Left 4 Dead Hell 2. Hell yeah! Hot zombie action going on. It's gonna be great. So you've abandoned your Mass Effect run through? Yeah, I did. You know, I think I mentioned that where I was oh, contemplating. I didn't know you abandoned your Mass. Yeah, you know, Mark. The the problem is is that there are too many damn games out right now that I have and I want to play. Yeah, why do that? That'd be like I'm gonna play my Magic World of Zine. Like, well, don't no, it's do not, that. It's to not yourself. even so much that. It's just you know, I, I'm going to play Dark Age of Camelot. <laughs> that was the epicenter I have a of MMO. Yeah. for you. I paid for it. I mean, God Modex paid for it. I, I think, <gasps> yeah, I think my, my 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 whole thing was is that you know, Bioware said that you know you can include the save games from your your Mass Effect playthrough, and. And the the story and everything would would in the sequel in the you, you sequel would go it. with it. It doesn't. And matter I really what? got all excited about that. But I've done I, that shit. Yeah, I've done that shit before. Negligible. It's the payoff is negligible. Exactly, like, and that, that's kind of what the, I thought. Yeah, I've done it with like Baldur's Gate or whatever, and I think I I may have done it with um some other Bioware game. I can't remember. I it, it it's just not worth it. It's just you you have your memories of. Figure, you know, finishing it, it's just... Yeah, like, I, I just, I don't know, I, I, I really, like I said, I was totally gung-ho about it before, but... I mean, soon you'll be enslaved by Dragon Age Origins again. That's right. In March, so, <laughs> no. you know... You no back mark. to the lower salt mines. <laughs> anyway, that, that's, that's where I'm at as far Excellent. as my gaming goes. Mark, share with, share with us your gaming experiences. Oh, yeah, so, uh, I'll start out with my iPhone games that I played. Um, as soon as I unlocked this motherfucker, because I can't remember the titles ever. So I've been playing um, Dungeon Hunter, which is like this total Diablo clone played on an iPhone. It's done remarkably, remarkably well. In fact, 
<clears throat> it's kind of scary how good it is. It's it's really a good game. If you like if you like the whole click and kill thing and you have an iPhone, get Dungeon Hunter. You can try like the light version or whatever for free. And then I've been playing the deep pinball on it. <clears throat> it's just like really cool. Deep pinball? The deep. And it's this pinball game. The deep. The deep. <clears throat> I don't know why I have so much trouble saying the deep. <laughs> <laughs> let me do the <laughs> wait, let me do the signature move. Touch fingertips <laughs> together. Focus power. And uh <laughs> what's really funny about the deep is when it starts out, it's got a obviously Russian or like Ukrainian woman trying to speak with an American accent to do your like whole like walkthrough <laughs> of the game. Does that make it more sexy? It makes it fairly hot for me. Uh, I like that a lot. But it's really funny because she's trying to be American. Push but she gets my certain, balls. She gets certain. Push my balls, America. Yes, uh, into the deep. Well, now put the ball into the deep, deeper, more deep. <laughs> Retrieve not the so ball. Hard, not so hard with the deep. Pull the plunger. Yeah, in and then out, and then. Mm. No, it's just really funny how bad her American accent is. The is the game actually good, or is it just really about her voice? Oh, it's great. It's like any classic, um, you know. Ad- <laughs> Can I go with your hands? I rolled up my sleeves and stuff. I don't know what this is all about. Puppeteers. I just thought you were talking about Russian women and using both hands. You can see Mark right now. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's a little perverse. Actually, what's really funny about it is, I know what it. What's good about it is it's just a Russian woman. Pinball deep. Russian woman accent. I was kind of gone, but it's it's just your standard, you know pinball table simulator where it scrolls around to keep the focus on the ball but it's done pretty well um so yeah i've been doing that i've played um since last we spoke i played some more champions online i did a little story about uh on the on the website about how i realized my dreams of uh Converting my pen and paper characters. Right. To, oh yeah, that was awesome. To champions online characters from the old the old pen and paper game champions and and so I have some screenshots and a little story up there about that. And I actually talked to one of my best friends who um who was playing it right then back then with me and we used to do like our our leagues of you know uh, we would have like a whole league. It was like of um. Like playoffs almost of superhero battles, and you'd eventually get down to like the final two, and we'd, oh, cool. you'd get more experience if you won, and we just do these big epic arena battles. And uh, he was like, "Dude, I totally actually remember those characters." Like I told my friend Donovan, he's like, "I totally remember that. That was like the craziest right. shit to see." And he's like, "And then the screenshots were like totally mind-boggling for him to see it like, you know, brought forward." So mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of fun. Not to pimp something I did, but. So is he like going to buy Champions Online anytime soon? We didn't get that far, but as a <laughs> wow, as a major WoW player, it uh-huh. wouldn't be too hard to imagine him. Yeah, like, for sure. In. That's right. He was in our yeah. WoW guild. Was he's he? really into Blackjack right now, so it's hard to like get oh. him to like, dude. There's other stuff. It doesn't make you money like the Blackjack. But anyway. <laughs> um, so I played that. I've been playing a lot of League of Legends. Um, I at least play like one or two games a day, and they take about forty-five minutes. So do you try out the new heroes? Because they like seem to have no. new heroes. I you keep, stick with your I keep one. Seeing the new heroes, Tristana, and it's so funny because I'm such like an alt itis guy for MMOs, but with this like stupid little strategy game, I just stick with my one hero and try to become as good as you could possibly be with that one hero. Isn't that like how you are with fighting games too? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much like a I find the one. I find the one that seems to be overpowered, and I just play that one. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. usually do like the same kick maneuver over and over. <laughs> yeah, and over low again. kick, 
very low kick. We know. Yeah, I know we both know. Jason's known for like we've, 20 some years. We've felt, we've felt that pain for many oh, yeah. years. I immediately work on my low block every time I yeah. play Mark. <laughs> every new fighting, <laughs> fighting game. No one's like, how could Mark game the system here? Well, we'll yeah. block the low block. And then block I'll try to do something to you, like the... a high pokey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends and... Um, Building up my friends list, and I have some pretty good buddies, and I've spoken about that before. But Torchlight, you need to get Torchlight. It's a great game, and um, I've been playing uh, Batman. Oh, cool! I find the story really good. I, I in fact, am going to recommend it to former um, channel massive podcaster now Mothball Jim <laughs> because I consider it to be almost like a graphic novel that you can. It play is, through. and so yeah. I think that that for him it would be really cool especially because he really likes those batman graphic novels with the joker definitely and this joker is just like the the killing joke joker like he's all tall and lanky and everything um i just i think it's it's one of the best games in in the last like 10 years i'm really impressed and the more i play it the more impressed i become so awesome that that's and you're playing that on pc with an xbox controller I'm or not you playing using on 360? the Xbox controller. I, I like the mouse. Oh, you're using mouse? Wow. Yeah. Cool. And I mean, it's it would be really easy to use the Xbox controller, but I just I like the way the mouse is working. Right on. Um, and I'm just thinking, Noah. Noah gave it to me. He you're got welcome. it. He already had it for like the Xbox, and he got it with a video card, so he gave me the the <clears> PC. <throat> so. Yeah, um, we've already discussed this. Yeah, Jason's especially bitter. <laughs> Uh, and then Star Trek Online, I've been playing the closed beta, so I can't That's say right, anything I'm about it. That's right, I'm freaking jealous I've of taken you. a lot of screenshots of it for to show show my friends, though. And, uh, that that game is way better than I initially thought. So I'm, I I uh, already pre-ordered with the GameStop one so I can get the Constitution class. Would you say that you're... I remember when you played Champions Online, you you had distinct impressions of the beta there. Positive, negative, how would you stack your Champions Online beta impressions uh, against what you've experienced so far I think um, in Star Trek Online? I would say Star Trek Online is farther along, and I think probably it was more of the product that they were hoping to release. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, as far as prioritization, I think they thought, you know, they're, they're both using the same old, uh, what is it, system, the system that... Um, the cryptics always had for um, City uh, of Heroes, yeah, whatever that's called. That engine. This is an evolutionary step, you know, forward, but it's the same old engine. And I think that Champions was was definitely a way to, you know, kind of kind of um, make some money off of of the investment, the failed investment with Marvel. That's a pretty damning statement, Mark. I love the game. You know they they reacted. They bought the IP, the Champions IP, and they 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 did what they did. But I somehow feel like it's like with with Turbine, like the Lord of the Rings was like the big IP that they got, and then there's still like Ashron's Call. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like right. that's great. We had Ashron's Call two and everything, but really, or no, no, I would say that it that Champions is like the DDO to. Um, to Turbine's um, Lord of the Rings online. Mm. You know, something I'm curious about, I don't know if we'll ever know, is how much of the design, the gameplay mechanics in Star Trek Online are actually from Cryptic versus coming from Perpetual. 
I know Perpetual Folded and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I have a but... feeling it's all cryptic. It feels really like a cryptic game. And but the the things that really have sucked me in, and I don't think this is like blowing any NDA requirements, are the whole. I really love building my team. Like that is like so cool that I'm building my staff of officers under me. I like I love like building my ship out and like you know that later on I'm going to be able to get bigger and better ships and I like the way that I'm progressing through the ranking system and I love the parallel that it has to the reboot of Star Trek. Like these are desperate times you there you have no right commanding a starship but you're like the only person that seems to be willing to fucking do it mm-hmm. and and has the you know but you're not like a real captain and that's kind of like the same thing that they, that's the same kind of setup, you know, because they're at war with the Klingons now, in the in in Star Trek Online. So. Oh, really, gosh. really enjoying that. Tell you what, I totally get sucked into the sucked into the hype machine on that again. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. So, All but, right, but that's 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 what I'm playing. Very epic. All right, so I guess it's time to get into our feedback email. I'm afraid we're out of time. Email. And now it's time for. You've got mail. Time for the email and tweets. <laughs> Our first email comes from Carlos. Carlos wants more Mark in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> he writes in, Hello, Channel Massive crew. Listen to episode 116. Can we get more Mark? He's rather hilarious. Anyway, that's not why I'm writing you. No, no. It's the whole thing with the cross-server looking for a group system World of Warcraft implemented. In particular, in, with regards to Shinkane's <laughs> blog posts. What socialize? What asking in trade for over 20 minutes if someone wants to do Gundrak? I've been in plenty of pickup groups where only the bare minimum of words were exchanged. <laughs> People do not want to talk to you. No they much. want their loot, and they want it fast. For a low-population server, it's even worse. Candy ass. Kills are no longer useful? Oh my god, no. Oh wait, nobody really runs shit together in my guild except for AIDS. You know, the real reason why we join guilds. Honestly, his reasons for why, it's, it sounds bad, like some candy-ass reasons. <laughs> oh no, people won't socialize. People didn't do that before. Oh no, guilds won't be necessary. What is he smoking? Ah, whatever. Those are my two cents on that. Personally, this is likely going to become the next standard feature of MMOs. It's the next best thing to single-server MMOs. Anyway, great show. Keep it up, guys. And let Mark crack more jokes. So a Ooh. nun and a waiter and a lawyer walk into a bar. <laughs> no, Why please. Not? Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I have to gatekeep that. So, uh, Put that away. I'm not sure why that was said in the voice of Antonio Banderas, other than Jason was trying to. And Sean Connery and, and, and Highlander. <laughs> Listen to me. I have more no accents. More <laughs> I have more accents than Kevin Costner. Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. Did you see that there's like a new Robin Hood? With, yeah, uh, with, with freaking uh, Russell Crowe. With Russell Crowe. 
Ridley just, Scott. And keep I keep waiting for the part where he says, "Unlike some Robin Hoods, I can speak with a British accent." <laughs> <laughs> but that's like Carrie Yule's from uh, Yeah, from Robin Tights. Hood's Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah. which was hilarious. But. Our well, next th- thanks for the praise, Carlos. Uh, no one wants to continue on to the next one, but I'm <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to warm glow. <laughs> talk about it. At <laughs> last, <laughs> someone has realized my genius, <laughs> and that is good. Uh, as far as your commentary regarding WoW, totally agree. It's like, you know, what is wrong with people today? There's always something to overreact about. <laughs> it's changed everything. I want to go back to the level 60 version of WoW. I want to run Molten Core some more, please. Although it's funny that he, he said it's the next best thing compared to single server MMOs. And it made me think <laughs> about, you know, why don't you make your people make their own WoW servers and... What are those called? They do. The, oh, the yeah, the um, the private server, like emulators. Private like. Servers. <laughs> <laughs> Come to my private server. Our next piece of email is from Chris. He says, "Hey guys, I've been listening for ten or fifteen episodes. Totally dig the podcast and the reviews." Ah, uh, you need to start back at number one. Yeah, where I where I prophesize the coming of a Battlestar Galactica MMO and been proven totally wrong by time. <laughs> <laughs> this is in reference to episode one sixteen, the one that Carlos also wrote about, where you guys talked about League of Legends. Didn't update my iPod at all over the holiday. I think he's saying when that's why he's writing in about 116 versus anything newer. I play League of Legends. I'm into it. And I have a group of 15 or 20 people that I play with. It's kind of awkward because it always winds up like choosing teammates for a kickball team in elementary school. You take your best friends first, but you like everybody, so you don't want to make anyone feel bad. And the teams are limited to five or at most 10 if you do a five versus five in-house. I had level 30, and now that I've put in like probably 150 wins, I think is what it took me to get here. I can say I'm pretty happy with the game. I haven't spent any money on it, though I do think it's worth it. The rune system and summoner skill tree system are both great additions to the DOTA genre. Okay, DOTA was first, and I don't have a better word for this type of game. Though I still think the Demigod had and has a better overall gameplay mechanic, which makes map control valuable through the use of flag control, victory points, and upgrading your minions base purposely rather than having a static upgrade system like League of Legends. It's a shame Demigod hasn't come through with all the things they were promising right after their sabotage launch. The game really could have been bigger than League of Legends or Heroes of New Earth with the graphics, camera system, larger skill trees minions sigh i loved it now though it's been removed from my hard drive as i play league of legends the one thing they should do with league of legends is integrate a voice system i always use skype with my friends and this provides an enormous advantage one of those tricky things where they need to give teams equal footing for voip but they have to give the tools as well to mute or remove people that abuse it in pugs that was a long story i hope you read it appreciative of the time and work that you put into the podcast cheers Chris. Amen, brother. You know, I don't feel that awkward kickball thing because I just invite everyone on my friends list and take the first five that re- respond. That's very democratic of you. Yeah. First feel, come, first serve. I feel like it's like, yeah, if you if you give a shit and you want to play, well, let's let's roll. I like uh, how he says that he's played it a lot and he, ha- he hasn't paid for it, implicitly wouldn't pay for I feel it, like but that, it is worth it. I feel like that too, though. Like, there's like these two um, things that I could like unlock with my, with you know, by paying money. To give me, it's like one's like a bundle that gives you a bunch of cha- a bunch of champions, and one gives you some, I think, some extra skins and stuff. And I'm like, I really feel like it's worth it. Like I play this game enough that I play it more than anything else that I play. And I'm like, I really should do that, but I just haven't pulled the trigger because some part of me just enjoys the fact that it's free. But I have the exact same. You're thing. a leech. 
I totally agree on the VoIP thing, too. <laughs> and he means that in the real sense of the word. <laughs> Not the alternate um, spelling. <laughs> totally totally agree with you, though, on the VoIP. If it had VoIP, then it'd be right up there with Heroes of New Earth as far as like easy ease of use. For, Did you ever for... play Demigod? No, I was fascinated by I it. I wish that I had. And I never really played it, but the screenshots are like awesome. The yeah. movies are great. Yeah, graphically, it just looks absolutely amazing, yeah. doesn't it? A whole other level. It's a shame. Well, that's everything that we have in our email tweet. Do we have any tweets? Nope. We don't have any tweets. All right. That's everything we have, which is plenty. We're very happy with that. And we look forward to hearing from more of you. Or, Carlos, if you want to have Jason's great reading of your emails happen again, send us another email. Or, Chris, if you want my manic reading, hey, Chris, send another email. Send in your name on League of Legends so we can meet oh, up. Oh, yeah. I'm C-O-M-A-R-K-M if you're looking for a buddy. Supposed to say that breathily and with passion. I'm C O M A R K M. Please send us more emails to mail. M A I L. At channelmassive.com. We also take 140 character pieces of feedback via our Twitter. We call it microblogging. Twitter.com slash channelmassive. <laughs> I think it's about Lovely. it. La, 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 la. Hey, Jason, what time is it? It's time for the weekend. Okay, weekend gaming news. I guess we'll start out with a little bit of MMO music. Um, Kind of an interesting story coming from EVE Online, um, where in one of the largest tests of EVE Online's new player sovereignty system in the Dominion expansion pack, a fleet of ships attempting to retake a lost star system was effectively annihilated amidst controversy. Uh, the Defenders IT Alliance, which was a coalition um, that succeeded the famous B.O.B. B.O.B. Alliance, uh, was effectively annihilated. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Effectively annihilated the enemy fleet, destroying thousands of dollars worth of in-game assets. A representative of the Alliance claimed to have destroyed a minimum of four, possibly five or more, of the game's most expensive and powerful ship class known as... Titans. These are things that do not yeah, get and, created. Like and they over. just t- and they take forever. These are like, like there's just so much money. Corporation investments. Yeah, so Lots much in-game currency to create these. It's beautiful. These ships. Um, beautiful. Both official and unofficial forums are filled with debate about whether the one-sided battle was due to the difference in player skill or the well-known network failures at the <laughs> release of the expansion. Highly likely, it was the network. One failure. of the attackers, the members of the goon. Goon Swarm Alliance claims that because of bad coding, only 5% of the attackers loaded, meaning that lag prevented the attackers from using their ships even as the defenders were able to destroy those ships unopposed. Even members of the victorious IT Alliance, disappointment at the outcome of the battle, CCP has recently acknowledged the poor network performance, especially in the advertised large fleet battles, quote-unquote, that Dominion was supposed to encourage and has asked players to help them stress test their code. <laughs> On Tuesday, despite, fact. despite the admitted network failure, leaders of the attacking force do not expect CCP to replace lost ships, claiming that it was their own fault for not accounting for server failures. And and this is like common with CCP, which is like if you're gonna play our game, you gotta have your big boy pants on. Well, even then, you know what? it's like you know what you lose. You 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 went in there knowing that 
even then, and, and this kind of goes back to our our blogosteria mm-hmm. evolution theory. Yeah. Like, why discussion. can't anybody get an epic battle? You know, one one of the big arguments out there has always been, and, and it's one that I've brought up numerous times, is that I'd love to see hundreds of hundreds of like people or thousands scene, of people right? on the on, you know in the but same area at the same time, you know, just in this massive epic battle. You know, that's one of my dreams. That's like one of those. It's like the unicorn. <laughs> so no, seriously, that I that I look to. As far as, you know, if an MMO was ever able to really accomplish, you know, something like that, like a massive, just hundreds or thousands of people all in the same place at the same time just going off on each other and there was no server lag or video lag to deal with, that would be fucking awesome. But evolution goes slowly. And this type of shit is not going to really happen for a long time. You know, so why expect to to mass warp into a, a sector with, you know, hundreds of other players and expect the server performance to, you know, be that great to where you could actually accomplish anything? You know, I just, I don't understand what, what these players are expecting when when they try to do something like this, well, it, there 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 is no good that will ever come from something like this. Well, the the players are expecting what the game developers yeah, promised. But come on, I mean, let's let's be realistic here, Mark. I mean, we all know how, how long have we been around the MMO scene? I'm just saying. Every how long time have we? How long have we? You know, tried to to do something like this. How long have we seen epic battles like this play out? And there there may be only like a hundred people on the same screen at the same time and it and it turns out to be like this major lag fest. Yeah, I know. You know, it's I'm it's saying, not I'm just saying it's not an unrealistic expectation from the players if the developers say we built an expansion specifically it's bullshit. designed to provide large scale um fleet battles. It's bullshit. That's what they promised. And it's just like Age of Conan was like, we're gonna have like epic, you know, siege events and same with you know it's like they keep promising it, and the players well, are and, gonna and you know what, and it keeps it. failing. It does keep failing. Now, one thing that I would love to see, and this is like the next, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is the next evolutionary step as far as massively multiplayer games go, is Mag, which is unfortunately PS3 exclusive. That is unfortunate. And yeah. they are promising. Hundred players, boom, yeah, right then be, and there. So you're talking, you're talking hundred players, all on the same screen, all at the same time. Mass chaos. Hopefully, we hope, and it runs smoothly. We hope. Yeah, we. Will you know, see. and so that's that 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 would be a nice minor evolution to all that. So I'm I'm hoping we see that. I I really do. It's just. You know, in this instance, you know, it's like, well, what do you expect? Yeah. You know, what do you expect? You know, it's, ah, it's disappointing, but, you know, it's it's one of those carrots that developers always hang in front of us and we're always hoping for. Eventually it'll happen. Yeah, one of these days. Once, <laughs> once bandwidth becomes more available to everybody and, and once the server technology kind of catches up to everything else maybe one day yeah 
Ah, uh, what else is going on in the world of Warcraft? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> what is going on in the world of Warcraft, Mark? Listeners? Oh, boy. Ah, oh, Chari. Why you do this, Chari? <laughs> so we've talked many times over about the whole cri- the WoW crisis in China. So this week, we're, we're, we're very soon close to proximity to the release of this episode. Very, very soon. We have very a soon it will come down to this. Blogosteria episode that talks Ooh, about I don't know so much innovation in MMOs. And I just want to remind all of you whiny bloggers out there that the people in China, of which there are millions who are playing WoW, still haven't even seen the Burning Crusade expansion pack release. No! They're still playing the original plain version of World of Warcraft. So... If you think that the original vintage level 60 version Actually, of Warcraft Actually, yeah, no, I, I don't. Th- I, I think that they've seen Burning Crusade, I but do. they have not seen Wrath, of the, Lich Wrath King. of the Lich King. According to the story over at GameStop. However, the dispute did Spot. impact GameStop. GameSpot. GameSpot. It says, ah. Yeah, it says, despite the legal tussle, Blizzard confirmed for GameSpot that no, at no point did the game go offline in China. However, the dispute did impact ah, the release of WoW's first expansion, right, The Burning Crusade. Right, right. Gap reportedly denied NetEase's application to localize the expansion pack as part of the interagency conflict. Citing analyst reports, Reuters notes that NetEase will now have an opportunity to bring the fast-selling add-on to China. So I, what I love about this story is that the the big conflict with NetEase and China's government is about to come to a resolution. And the funny thing is, it's politics between these governmental political organizations that is has caused the problem. And I'm not even sure the things that they were originally pissed off about are really being dealt with. It's just that one organization... Basically, it's just going to, you know, they're just hoping to get this through... So they can charge Chinese World of Warcraft players two cents a month to play World of Warcraft. Well, and apparently NetEase is going to get off with only paying a fine. But the funny thing is, is it's really a battle between the General Administration of Press and Publication, GAP, Mm -hmm. uh, and then the Ministry of Culture, because GAP accused the game of having gross violations of Chinese law. And then the Chinese Ministry of Culture said... What the hell? You guys don't have the authority to make some kind of judgment call about this. And so now we're going to smack you down. And so those two organizations have fought. And then they're like, oh, what the hell? We'll just find Nettie's and move on. <laughs> yeah, it's much Nettie's. easier to yeah. to put the put all the blame on the, the, the publisher, I guess. Or the, not the publisher, but the... The distributor. Now, something that I think had been misreported or at least stated is that when this was going on, World of Warcraft in China was shut off. And that was something that was irritating me because all these journalists kept saying, wow, has 11 million active subscribers, which wasn't true when like half oh, of those people were in China. And how many how many people calculate the annual or the monthly income of wow for Blizzard with that number by times multiplying eleven times the subscription, which is totally inaccurate. Yeah, because like, damn it, they overseas pay like is totally different. One dollar, dollar fifty, maybe. Yeah, you know. like I said, two cents per month. But that is like that ridiculous to yeah. play. I mean, it's not that. I mean, I'm totally exaggerating. Yeah. but but it's it's a fraction point. of what we're playing here and speaking of dollars netties the embattled company in this instance 
has it's also a public company and its shares share prices shot up after this over the length of the conflict their share prices had dropped 20 percent since september and now it rose more than 10 percent to 41 dollars and 66 cents u.s dollars hooray netties hooray <laughs> china and good for you finally you get to play as blood elves i know you've been waiting and waiting well yes speaking about eastern mmos Yes. Ion. There was a server glitch that made some Ion players rich. <laughs> Not just rich, but... Filthy rich. Filthy rich. <laughs> Insanely rich. Uh, following a routine maintenance on Ion's Asphel server... Pronounced Asphel. Asphel. <laughs> um, a few players noticed that their characters had some extra money. Or... Kina. As it is known in Ion, to the sum of 30 trillion kina. The obvious mistake caused NC Soft to take the server down. Um, It ultimately forced the developer to roll back the game in an attempt to to restore the economy that was devastated by the flock of overnight trillionaires. And there's this great screenshot um, here. Which does indeed show there was like it was like thirty four trillion, <laughs> yeah. uh, something similar to the U.S. national debt. Uh, I mean, it was like, oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine if you opened up a an email and it included all that yeah. in game currency in it? I mean, would you? You know, the thing is, is that people actually reported it. That's what surprises me. Well, I wouldn't have said well, shit. No way. I would have gone on a shopping spree. Damn straight. <laughs> What's funny? I'd have been like, the, uh, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. It's all mine. I'm going crazy. It's an ion shopping spree. <laughs> Jackpot. In a in a very sad note, NCSoft for their in their work of damage control apparently initiated a rollback. They uh, they let loose this party line kind of statement that said earlier today we began to receive reports that a small number of players on the Asphel server had received <laughs> over thirty trillion kino. I call it Kino because of Operation Kino. Right. Uh, as part of the reward glitch. Since that time, we've brought down the Asphel server and <laughs> have been working diligently to identify how to restore economic stability. <laughs> how do we restore we've it? We made the decision to roll back the Asphel server data to 6 a.m. CST this morning and will continue to monitor all servers for related anomalies. If you can use anomaly in a sentence, it makes you feel so Star Trek-ish. It's fucking cool. It's true. Like, Definitely a Star Trek watcher wrote this. It's important to understand that we saw the rollback as the last option and made every effort to avoid doing so. We're currently performing a rollback and anticipate the server will be back online at 10 p.m. CST. At that point, all character progression on Asphel will be restored to its state as of this morning. As an apology for the downtime, we'll be rewarding everyone on the Asphel server with five Lodass ambulance later this week. <laughs> it's our goal at NCSoft to provide the best possible service to our customers, especially since most of our games get cancelled and die on the vine. Oh. Our for the downtime, and as always, thank you for your continued patience. Oh, sorry, I just referenced like the uh, auto assault and tabula rasa. There. Oh, you did. That, that was did. totally I added by there. me. That poetic was I didn't, think you'd, I didn't think you'd go there, but you did. And, and, and I did and get to say Lodass and Asphel. You did. You I totally wonder went if there. exchanging five Lodass amulets is a fair trade for 30 million Kina. 
Yeah, or a trillion. You, you have to wonder. I feel kind of ripped off. I think I was a trillionaire, and <laughs> now I have these five amulets. My jewelry collection's bigger. So Mark left this comment in the in the show notes saying that that some particular feature in Star Trek Online would would force me to go ahead and pre-order it. I'm not sure what he's referring to. I'm referring I'm, I'm watching this trailer right now. It's really not showing me anything. Well, yeah. See, I just I don't get it. I have a hunch a what it is. I don't is. know what you're get hinting at. You see, here. you see Jason, in this You'll complicated see. world in which we live, there are some pre-order exclusive opportunities. Yes, I, I believe we've actually covered some of there, that. Yeah. We have. We've discussed the Targ slash Tribble, the Borg bridge officer, which Noah finds particularly compelling yes. because of his love of uh, Seven of Nine. Yes. Um, <laughs> if we catch you masturbating to Star Trek Online with your Seven of Nine character, I swear <laughs> you're out of the podcast forever. What um, if I cosplay? There's also the joined Trill character possibility, the DS9 costumes, which probably would win me over. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, I've, I've seen all these pre-order options. The red options. matter capacitor just annoys me, but... None of them have... None of these pre-order the thing, the thing options that, have really compelled me, Mark. The thing that I thought would get you... Because, as everyone knows, for Jason, uh, the second motion picture, Wrath of Khan, was the greatest cinematic... Achievement of Mankind. It's true. And there is a con emote available where players will be able to do the famous Kirk con yell from Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. But only if you pre-order? The only digital pre-order. collector's edition. Yeah. You have to do a very special thing. So what this. is, like, what, through Steam or something like that? Is that the deal? Yes. So if you do that, you will have the ability that I will not have because I'm going for the Constitution class. So I'd be able to to reach towards the sky and go Man, that is awfully (laughs) tempting. Yeah. I have to say. I know. Um, I don't know that it's enough. Far more far more compelling than the automated defense battery, the multispatial personal shield, the <laughs> I mean, is there like a special the power that comes with saying Khan? Nope. You'll just be able to realize your dream and go Khan. With an in game character. Whenever you want, over and over and I don't over. know. I'm you know what? I'm gonna have to think about that. <laughs> we yeah. can see for about two seconds. There's some badass shit available for pre orders. There are. There are, but I I can't say that the whole Conemote thing. Did I is... just say there are some badass shit available? <laughs> there are badass shit. There available. sure are. <laughs> All your base are belong to us. <laughs> Excuse our me for speaking like a dark nort. We just know you're excited. That's what happens. I am. I've uh, I've lost my mind. I'm just imagining <laughs> what I could do with the Conemote. Some really fun, weird MMO news <laughs> happened. Yes. This fun. Weird. <laughs> came to light this week. We call it exploratory. On Tuesday evening, sixteen-year-old Andrew Kane nonchalantly asked his mother and father if they would drive him from their Barrie, Ontario home to a hotel near, in nearby Midland, where he planned to meet a forty-two-year-old woman with whom he had been having a secret relationship over the internet. She's a wow cougar. She's a wow milf. That's she's a <laughs> like a she what would she be? She'd be a 
I can't even come up with it. A combination a, between a night elf, a cougar, and a belf. And a... A um, Also a statutory rapist. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but exactly. But Details. His stunned parents <laughs> refused, and the teen calmly returned to the computer, telling them he would let the woman know he wasn't coming. At 2 a.m. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> At 2 a.m., Marlene Kane heard her front door open and found her son gone, leaving behind a troubling trail of web chats that led to Houston, Texas, and the world of Warcraft. <laughs> O-M-G. <laughs> Tell us the sad tale. The trail. The grade 11 student was found Thursday afternoon after his parents spent two days desperately appealing for his safe return. On Wednesday... Police had released pictures of Lori Price, a Texas mother of four, who had allegedly flown to Toronto and driven a rental car to collect the teen after striking up a relationship with him while playing the popular online game. All they had to do was read the chat logs, and they were immediately concerned, Miss Kane said of her son's relationship with the woman. He said she was his soulmate. Soulmates are forever. They are. They are. They know no age. How, how dare parents get involved with their 16-year-old soulmate? How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> After his parents rebuffed his request to spend the rest of, his, rest of the holidays with Mrs. Price, Andrew left the house taking only the laptop computer <laughs> he had received as a Christmas gift. Fucking lucky kid! And Jesus leaving Christ. a note for his parents justifying his decision... I know you, I, I don't know how to explain it to you, but this will show you not only the commitment we have towards each other, but also that your fears of her are ill-found, he wrote. Like I said, she offered to meet with you. I got in the way of that. What person who would do me harm would be willing to meet with you? Only a 40-year-old <laughs> psycho hose beast <laughs> with four children of her own. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's just one of those crazy stories of a online relationship gone wrong. You know, it, it, it seems like there's a really good pun here, but for the life of me, I just can't, <laughs> I can't pull it together. You can't seem to figure out what it is. It's like looking LFC, looking for cougar. <laughs> That's the, pretty good. The best part is like the pictures of the two. They they look almost related. Well, like I said, well they they are, may have been soulmates. soulmates. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're playing World of Warcraft, don't expect don't expect Blizzard to keep your your information <laughs> private. That's true. There is an American drug dealer yep. who ran off to Canada. He evaded police capture and then was able to actually run off to Canada, continue to evade being hunted down. And then a Howard County Sheriff's Department deputy, he got all innovative and found out while working on long-wanted fugitives that had kind of gone cold. He found out that this guy, Mr. Alfred Hightower, was really into from Police Academy Four? No, not the same. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> was really into My World hero? of Warcraft. A regular player, quote unquote. And he even got High Tower's character name 
wrestling, some kind of touring something or other. And so this deputy, who was in Indiana, I believe, sent a subpoena to Blizzard's office in California saying, hey, I want this guy's contact information. And since it's a interstate subpoena, it can't be, it couldn't be enforced. And so it went kind of cold, but then all of a sudden Blizzard's like, what the hell? And a few months later, submitted some information that listed where the fugitive might be, specifically the IP address from which he was still logging onto the WoW servers two years after evading police capture. Damn. And so then, this is great, this deputy, Matt Roberson, said, I did a search off the IP address to locate him. I got a longitude and a latitude. Then I went to Google Earth. It works wonders. It uses longitude and latitude. Boom! I had an address. <laughs> Boom! Hit ya! <laughs> Pretty freaking awesome. So, he sent this information to the U.S. Marshals, who then sent it to Huzzah, the Royal Canadian Mounties. Oh my Mounties. God, you got the Mounties going. Yep, the Mounties went in. Arrested. Arrested our marijuana dealing friend over in Ottawa, Ontario. Deported him to Minneapolis. And now he's waiting for a transfer back to Indiana. Yeah, because marijuana is one fucked up thing to be dealing. Well, well I think there was, it other was two charges of dealing marijuana and two other charges dealing unidentified controlled substances. Yeah. Crystal I don't think it was torn magic that he was playing. <laughs> no. And he was playing he was playing something close to the name of Raceland, which means he must be a big fan of Dragonlance. Perhaps. Perhaps. That's a wrap up for our MMO and weird news. We have one more chunk of weekend gaming news on general gaming stuff coming up next. Prepare for the chunkiness. And this is the segment about the shooting news. <laughs> oh, no, wait. It's just the first item. <laughs> Honestly, this probably should have just gone in, like, the weird news bin. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. We haven't started recording yet, though, have we? Oh, yeah. We're live. Oh, really? <laughs> we have? What? Oh. What? Really? Okay. Oh, crap! I guess I'll keep my comments to myself. Oh, Something in no, the no. no, 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 no. Why don't I have anything else to say about Def Leppard? What can you say about Rock Def Leppard? Rock of Ages! I just re- recalled Jason's impersonation earlier, and that's all I can think of at the moment. Uh, the one, our drummer. My yeah. inter- impersonation of the drummer? Yeah. Who unfortunately lost a limb <laughs> back in the day. It's true. So what is it? Wh- why is this game unusual? I have no idea. It's buried it, in an announcement Def about Leopard. an upcoming Def Leppard licensing deal with Primary Wave. Um... <laughs> the the CEO hinted that an unusual video game <laughs> is also in the pipeline, and and it doesn't sound like they're talking like rock band Def Leppard or Guitar Hero Def Leppard. They're talking like something totally bizarre. That REO speed like the, wagon like game? that weird REO speedwagon game or um, what was another one like some of the like the weird Michael Jackson shit that came back oh, came out back in the day. I, I don't know. Um. Anyway, I just thought it would be kind of interesting to mention that. Def Leppard, the game. Def Leppard, the game. Um, what else is going on in 
gaming news. Well, something that I thought was particularly delightful after remembering Jason's stories about Dragon Age was how he sometimes kind of said the game was tedious, and you, you said that it had a lot of lore, and then you just kind of sat through it. Yeah. You didn't actually get to experience the story. You were kind of told the story, and right. it just went on and on and on, and it took what forever. a good game, nonetheless. Every oh, time you thought it was over, it never was. It just kept on going. Well, now, for the low price of $40, you can <coughs> add an entire expansion pack to that experience and get back into that game, because it's getting Ooh, cold. Just salt my bitch. Yeah. We expect it's going to increase the level reports. cap. It's going to give you a whole new area to explore. It's going to add new party member spells and storyline. And there's even smarter evil or dark spawn. And now there will be the not so gray wardens. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're more like the. They're more upbeat and hip. They're like we're like the rainbow war- wardens. We're like we're like we're on sunshine. The rainbow. We're eating wardens. raisins. We're happy. Right. So get ready. I, you know what? I, I I don't know that I'm quite ready for it yet, but oh, maybe it's ready for you. Maybe months down the line, I'll I'll try it again. In two months, you will be playing and reporting. <laughs> <laughs> we expect a full review. Quarterly reports. Um, <laughs> spreadsheets. The latest uh, CES uh, conference has revealed that Project Ictal is indeed due for a. Holiday 2010 <laughs> release, so uh, prepare to save a little bit of money. Man, I'm a long way away from the because you know they haven't really released a price point yet, and even though some of the early rumor reports have said, well, it's it's going to be fairly cheap. I, I don't think so. No, I, I bet it will be. I think it's going to be a pretty. Well, how much do you think it's going to be? I, I think it's going to be at least a hundred something, at least. I bet it's it'll got be around. If it comes bundled with games, maybe. I was thinking around a hundred, hundred and fifty. I don't know. I mean, I'm just but speculating fuck, here. Fuck, dude, but you could get like the Rock Band lighting system for two hundred. So all that, all that, <laughs> right. all that considered, it's right. not that bad. Um, also announced was a Xbox game room feature <sighs> that they're going to yeah, be adding, I don't know which about kind those. of. I, I sat there looking at this, and I was like, "Are you? You're expecting your your customers to pay five dollars?" To be able to play Miss Pac-Man Dude. indefinitely, or or you also have the option of like, you know, running it just like an arcade, where you can, you know, pay like whatever fifty cents worth of mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft points uh, would be to play like a couple sessions of Miss Pac-Man would be whatever that is. I I just don't. And it's in a it, game space where all your avatars yeah. are running around and yeah, exactly. interacting kind of like PlayStation's I, home. I don't know that this is a very well thought out idea. I, I would say um, what you want to do is is commit to building a MAME system and then well, take... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like... Take three plus years to do it with no progress <laughs> to report. Yeah, it's not like people haven't been doing that already before. But do it with the real con. I mean, if like if you're really that nostalgic and shit, like yeah, do a meme system. Right, right. Buy a, go buy a console. You can get one for like fifty bucks these days. Not a console. I mean, a buy an old arcade game. It's like fifty, seventy-five bucks. Yeah. Put an old PC in there, like your old crap PC, and you're ready to. Rock. Uh, the biggest thing I see the problem is is like the pricing. It's it just seems off to me. Yeah. Seems overpriced. You no, know, it feels to me like the killer app for the Xbox 360 right now is the whole um, Netflix thing. Well, Netflix and and uh, the kind of like the whole thing where you can 
maybe stream some live TV yeah. onto your Xbox, you like, know, that yeah, kind of that, thing. That, that's, that's where it's at, but this is like just... Yeah, this just seems... Kind of... Meh. I don't yeah. know. I, like I, a one-time feed be fine. As but, a gamer who, yeah, might be interested in playing a, you know, retro, you know, retro Galaga or... You know, Space Invaders or Miss Pac-Man every once in a while. It's not something that I can see spending $5 on just so I could play it whenever I wanted. You know, and, and even even just spending 50 cents worth of Microsoft points, it doesn't seem like it would be... You have you have so many rock band um, well, no, but, catalogs to buy. Well, no, seriously. I mean, there's like other stuff that I could spend my yeah, money absolutely. on. I mean, why spend it on that? I, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Nintendo is apparently working on a newer, more powerful DS, and we're not talking about the DS XL with the mm-hmm. bigger, badder screen. Mm-hmm. We're talking, talking about, about the, the true successor. The true, yeah. Which will be able to move like liquid mercury. So we'll have... Sorry. Yeah, apparently it's going to have motion control and high-def graphics. Um, <laughs> graphics at a higher resolution than the Wii is capable of right. generating. I think that's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Better than the Wii? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy sick, talk. Isn't it? That's sad. Um, <laughs> now some for the year 2000. <laughs> you know, I guess my... my I just looking at, you know, an announcement like this, it's like... Okay, so you're coming out with the XL, and then you're coming out with this immediately afterwards. Yeah, I think this is a very bad mistake slip-up. It's really uncommon for Nintendo yeah. to reveal their cards that far in advance. Yeah. like Especially in advance of another major product you've, offering. You've tracked them for years. This is really, like, and it seems like in the last two years they've kind of faltered a bit. Where yeah. in past they were bulletproof, so. Like, yeah. What what's the deal? Is it new leadership? Is there something? No, Iwata's been there. Is was the driving force behind DS, and then we, and so on and so forth. But it's just a little. It's a strange time for Nintendo. The Wii was has been slipping in terms of sales all year long, and then it bounced back in a big way in December, thanks to New Super Mario Brothers Wii and the fifty dollars price cut in the holidays, which I bought, by the way. Oh, you did? I haven't played it. Nobody's played it with me. I'll play it with you. It's have, really fun. I totally want to play that game. Yeah, definitely. But and there's no Nintendo's always working on the next successor to its existing console or its next yeah. handheld system. But so not, this isn't any big news, but Yeah. To reveal any details about it, usually they don't reveal details until they can actually show the hardware in action and it's usually only like about 6 or 8 months out before it's going to be re- released. Yeah, it's weird. It's like so it's just kind of yeah, it's unpredictable. I, and I remember characteristic back, back in the pre Wii days, you and I were we were driving around getting pop or something, and we were like the Wii. They're gonna call it the Wii. We were just like, <laughs> what a major like you know. We were also talking about stuff like Guitar Hero in that era and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're like, what the fuck is with the Wii? Like, can they come up with a better name than Wii? W I I. And we were like, it's gonna flop. Well, I was thinking it was. I don't know if you were in on it, but I was like. I just can't imagine that that that's going to work. I felt it was going to be really detrimental for the marketing. And then, wow. And it worked. It worked. It, it redefined. Every, it's like a household name now. We, 
You know? Yeah, of all it's things. It's like my parents are talking about, my 70-year-old parents are talking about buying a Wii. Really? And it's not that they're talking about it like, is, oh, that'd be nice. They're talking about it as, do we buy it from Overstock.com or Amazon or Walmart? Oh, they're like, they're figuring they've committed. out the cheapest way to get it and then what, how they're going to get like Because they really are all about the sports games that comes with it. They love those. I mean, it's that's, that's to me just totally crazy. When my parents are talking about buying a console. Yeah, you know, meanwhile, let's see. EA, Sega, Capcom have... Well, at least Sega and Capcom have gone on the record in the last couple of weeks saying uh, hardcore gamers have moved on from the Wii, and we're not going to be making any more mature games for the Wii after the Wii. Wow. House of the Dead Overkill, Mad World, Dead Space Extraction. That speaks How volumes. all of those kind of flopped. They're like, well, uh, we're moving on. And it kind of reflects how I feel more and more about at least Nintendo's console systems, not the handheld ones generally, but... Those are machines for Nintendo first-party titles and family-friendly crap. Yeah. And you're not going to be really buying it for anything major. The third parties, developers, they've gotten too burned. Yeah, I think they have, yeah. But I'm totally digressing. The DS is a totally different story. Third parties of all stripes find success. That market is just so huge, and so many DSs are out there. That's a, the DS is like such a behemoth. It is. I, I I'm looking forward to it surpassing the PlayStation 2. Oh, me too. Yes. I am really, I'm really become anti-PlayStation. I have a yeah. PlayStation 1, and I never bought the 2. And I've been debating buying a 3 just as like a Blu-ray player. Well, and there's cool stuff coming out, like the Mag. New, the new 3. Yeah. That the, There's a lot of cool games that are coming out for PS3, and it's kind of kicking my butt because I don't really want to get one. I was going to skip out on this generation, but... We will have to, We will go together. Yes. We'll document it. <laughs> They're finally releasing Mark stuff worth Fall playing. Mark and Noah Fall from Grace. <laughs> yes. By our, by our, our uh, second generation uh, PlayStation 3s. <laughs> and speaking of continued falls from Graces, and <laughs> on the topic of Nintendo, Nintendo remains the company that is out of the major console manufacturers that is the least environmentally friendly, according to Greenpeace, which does an annual report on the environmental friendly practices in terms of manufacturing, waste disposal, disclosure of what type of materials are using. Humans killed. (laughs) (laughs) How many people had to die to make a Nintendo Wii? And actually this report comes out quarterly and Nintendo has had the worst or last place or least environmentally friendly slot for the last eight reports. So for two years running since Greenpeace Added it. So what do they? I mean, what do they? I mean, the Wii is so small. I mean, what what exactly does the Wii do that like creates such a horrible environmental impact? I don't. I guess I just don't. Well, get it. half of it is it that from... Nintendo doesn't disclose all the things that Greenpeace is looking for, and the other half of it is that it excessively uses a lot of PVC plastics oh. and uh, machines. All of the circuitry is done in mercury, and um, then. To, to to muffle the sound of the hard drive, they used asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, if you're playing a Wii, you're going to get cancer. Instead of capacitors, yeah. they used a little bit of uh, plutonium. Do you suffer from mesothelioma? <laughs> mesothelioma? If you do, please give us a call <laughs> at, at... Genova, Miller, and Ward. <laughs> <laughs> we're in your we, corner. We're in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> Have you purchased a Nintendo Wii within the past 
two to three years. Have you had children who have arms growing out of their backs? Do your pets tend to not move anymore? Have you experienced interdimensional traveling as a byproduct of ownership of this? If so, call us, us now. We're ready to hear your story. I mean, seriously, is it that bad? It's like, is, is, it, is the like, Nintendo Wii like this gateway to just death? I, I'm 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 afraid of my Wii now. Wow, man, that's horrible. Which, usually, the ladies are afraid of my Wii, but apparently, walk a walk. Yeah, so, the late hours of the channel. On the other podcast. end of the spectrum, <laughs> Nokia is the greenest, and Apple's been making the most. Apple's like fifth place. Or yeah, something it's like been that, making the I mean. most movement in terms of improving or cleaning up its act, so to speak. Don't expect Nintendo to change anything, though. They haven't for two years. Probably not going to yet. But Microsoft, as it turns we out... We kill is- you, Woundi! We kill you all with our environmentally unfriendly console! But the sad <laughs> truth is, is that where these things end up is usually, like, China. And yeah. usually these little kids that are, like, basically, like, breaking down the components to pull out the the precious minerals. Yeah. And, yeah. and by doing that, they're... Breathing all of the toxins in, you know, right. like to get to the, to get to the gold, that's you know, in the circuit boards and stuff. It's really hmm. terrible. Just interesting. Terrible, as my mentor Charles Barkley would say. Terrible. <laughs> well, we always hate to end the podcast on such a sour note, but it's that's what we're all about. Yes. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Tune in next week as we. We discuss happy as we happy as we discuss uh, Somalia, Puppy Mills, <laughs> Somalia, the Rainbow Mountains, and uh, what else could we possibly cover that would be more more? Possible? Oh, I don't know. We'll find child it, slavery. It oh yeah, that'd be good. Breast cancer. Yeah. So stay subscribed. <laughs> Leave us a review over on iTunes. Or you can always send us an email at mail. M A I O! There you go. com. <laughs> and follow us at our Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. We appreciate you downloading the podcast today, and we'll see you guys next time out. Bye bye.